listening to Garbage Show, One Pit's first podcast network. Welcome to Witch Police Radio, an interview podcast that focuses on all corners of the Winnipeg music scene. This week, we're talking to two veterans of the local hardcore scene about the way growing up punk rock influenced their anti-racist values and led to the creation of Fascist Free Treaty 1, or FF1, which is a group dedicated to keeping fascism, racism, Islamophobia, and other monumentally shitty attitudes off the streets of Winnipeg. If you like this podcast, please support it. Go to patreon.com witchpolice and help us improve the show. All right, welcome to another episode of Witch Police Radio. I'm your regular host, Sam, and this is uh, slightly different from what we usually do. I mean, if you're a regular listener to the show, you've heard us talking week after week with local musicians and people involved in the local music scene, and this isn't that much of a stretch, but we're kind of focusing on something a little different this week. Um, I guess just from the, from the to start off before I even introduce you guys, like one thing that I think is a, important to note about the show is that for the most part, it's a music interview show. We don't really delve too deeply into social issues, political issues. Uh, everyone, you know, everyone who's hosted the show, everyone who's been on the show obviously has their own yeah, views yeah. on things and it comes up occasionally, but sure. I mean, it's usually it's not an issues-based show, but I think that in this case, uh, having you guys here, it's going to be an issues-based episode because there's a lot of stuff to talk about. So Yeah, and it is related to music because we're, I'm a musician, Omar's former, right. maybe you still are, I don't know. <laughs> right, so I mean, yeah. maybe, I hear you singing best way to start, yeah. if you guys want to just introduce yourselves and then people can put a name to the voice and we can sort of go from there. Yeah, okay. So um, I mean, one one guy here we got is a regular on the show. Yeah. At this yeah. point, you've been on like four or five times already. So Yes, uh, that's true. I'm uh, Ryan. I play in Union Stockyards. He's been on the show a few times. A few times, yeah. And Agapito, which has been on the show once with Union Stockyards. That's right, yeah. And I'm sure they'll be on again. And other musical things <laughs> yeah, as well, but yeah. Uh, yeah, thanks for having us on. Yeah, yeah again, yeah, <laughs> sure, sure. Uh, my name's Omar, and uh, I did play in a few bands and back in the '90s, early 2000s. Not just a few bands. Not just a few, like the cool bands, bands. Yeah, the yeah. cool bands. <laughs> he was in my band for a while there. Do you want to maybe just list band. a few of the bands you're in, just so um, people can figure it out if they may have seen you or heard you back in I the guess, day? Uh, late '90s, we were in a band called Intifada. Oh, yeah. Okay, and and that's band, basically yeah. like every, everybody in the Winnipeg hardcore scene did time on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ryan did. Andrew Newton. Shout out to Graham Greaves, shows. man. Graham Greaves. Uh, Joel Bodner. John Johnny Hendo. Like, it's just, you know what I mean? And I was kind of... I think of, I may have even played bass once and drums once in that band. Yeah, you might have. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I know, know I played drums, for I sure. know you've played and it's just... <laughs> and then um, after that, I... Played in a band called Rogue Nation with Mike Peters, who's in Agapito and right the on, Cats yeah. Of Bats. Yeah, friend of the show too. I mean, he's been on a couple times. Yeah. Now, yeah, yeah. And uh, Fat Matt, we all know Fat Matt, of course, and uh, Ben Haddad, and that was really fun. And, you know, and yeah, I've just been involved in you know, uh, Winnipeg punk and hardcore since. Yeah, that's how we met. Yeah, yeah. In the day, I think that's how most people uh, who I yeah. know have met somewhere yeah. through like the various you know. Yeah, for sure. Branches yeah. of that scene too, yeah. And, and it's it, awesome. Like we were at the Cromag show, comeback show like yeah. last weekend. Mm. It was like a family reunion, yeah. man. It was like class of eighty eight, class of ninety eight, class of two thousand eight, right. class of twenty eighteen, they're all there and <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I felt I felt young at that. Yeah, multiple generations. Yeah, 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 multiple yeah. generations and then it's cool because it's like it's a different vibe here, man. It's just like we what I what I figured out like 
last week was just just a lot of respect for each other. Yeah. You know, like mm-hmm. all the older guys that that looked up to us, they never looked down on us. Yeah. You know what I mean? We looked up to them. They they took care of us, and we took care of the younger kids. And now those kids are taking care of the totally. younger kids. So it's, and that's it's interesting, awesome, actually. Man. Like not to, not to say too far, we're actually here to talk about, which we'll get to in a second. But yeah. I've interviewed a lot of younger punk bands recently on here. You know, guys who are in their early to mid twenties starting out, and they say the same thing, but from the other end. So I mean, yeah. obviously, there's that's a lot cool. of people recognize that in the punk scene there's there's like kind of mutual respect yeah, so it's like when you're in a pit man when somebody falls down you pick them up, up. Yeah. exactly yeah. exactly for sure yeah, exactly. exactly so i mean the punk scene is a good place to start because um like i played in some shitty bands as, as most most of us yeah, have over the years have. i mean i started going to shows i think i'm probably a couple years younger than you guys I started going to shows around 95 like all ages yeah, shows that's so, okay yeah, so that's 94 right. nice yeah, yeah, same era so i mean probably we were part of some of the same shows together i imagine yeah. things like that mm-hmm. and uh, a big thing that was happening at the time that I noticed, at least, and really kind of picked up on a big way, was the really strong anti-racism stuff going on, especially with the punk and hardcore bands. Like, yeah. I mean, in addition to just the Rock Against Racism shows, which were huge at the yeah. time, they seemed like they were massive. Yeah. Um, just there were so many bands with like, with, like a ma- strong anti-racist, anti-fascist, anti-homophobic, anti-sexist, all, all that stuff. In kind of that was the message that a lot of bands were saying. Obviously, not every band. There were some bands that were probably. Yeah, I feel like that was like a, a fairly big part of the Winnipeg Yeah, but it was it was a thing, right? I mean, there there was, and there was definitely people were kind of keeping an eye out within the scene, or so it seemed for, for racists, for Nazis, for anyone who was, you know, uh, doing any of those, that shitty stuff. And and it was kind of like, you know, people knew who they were and they needed to watch out for them and they kind of banded together at shows and it it seemed like it was a very strong kind of wall against that. It's very much like a community response, I think. Yeah, sure. Yeah, 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 for sure. Because it was, it was prevalent there, right? Right. It was there and it was, it was everywhere and you would see these guys, whether it's at shows or walking down, walking in the village or downtown or whatever, like it was, there was that presence. They were just there openly, right? I mean, it seemed like there was a, you just see a guy with like some patches on his shirt and holy shit, that's, you know, yeah. that's not cool. <laughs> yeah, well, just to give you an idea how close it is, like, the first band I ever played in, which was called Kentucky Fried Children. <laughs> Speaking of uh, shows in 95. Yeah, 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 yeah. Aussies. But, well, my uh, 95 band was called Filtered Reality, so it's even worse. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, the, the drummer in that band, his distant cousin got convicted of murder for killing a guy behind the ledge. Wow. And it was like a, basically a gay bashing incident. It was like actually pretty well known. Yeah, yeah, yeah familiar, like it, was, yeah. it was very well known. And uh, but I mean, like that's like one degree away from my sure. friend. You yeah. know what I mean? And yeah. It's like that's how prevalent it was. Like it, it kind of touched every every. I don't know. I think I think everybody kind of had incidences with it. You know, like, sure. whether it was. I mean, I went to school with people who were like openly white supremacist. Yeah. You yeah. know, full on skinhead Nazis. You know, totally. I mean? It was yeah. like they walked around like that. Like it was okay, right? Like yeah, it, it, was, yeah. it, it wasn't okay, but it, they there was no. It was it was really yeah. It, it was it was normalized in a lot of ways where it was like you could do that and yeah. be really bad at an eye. Like aside from the punk scene, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And, and so that was where I kind of related to that. I think, yeah, for sure, definitely too, for sure. And it seems like that kind of that existed for a while, and people were really strongly opposed to it, and it yeah. seemed like it kind of went away. I'm sure it didn't because. People with those views tend to keep them for a long time, but mm-hmm. and then skip ahead to now, and it seems like it was a period where that didn't really happen that much. I mean, I wasn't yeah. going to as many shows, maybe, yeah. so maybe it was happening, but you didn't hear about it as much, I guess. No, you didn't hear yeah, in the community. I mean, from about two thousand, two thousand one, two thousand two, yeah. like it was kind of like, kind of almost seemed like it disappeared. Yeah, yeah. and like we're super happy about that. We don't want that garbage, yeah. and of course, yeah, well, yeah. where we hang out anyways, and then um, then it's it just seems like it's slowly, slowly creeping in now like yeah I, I wouldn't say in the punk scene no i was just so gonna much. say we should maybe we should maybe make that yeah sure, like, sure, not, yeah. Not, like it's coming back not the in the punk scene because i mean we're like we're the old guys now yeah. and we ask the young guys you know 
is there anything going on? It's like, no, well, if they showed up, we kicked the shit out. So it's like that's that's kind of like ingrained in everyone's head. It's just like we like this we're not we're not kind to that kind of like uh, those like those reactionary politics, you know what I mean? Like punk hardcore yeah. you know, it's resistance music, it's anti it's anti racist, anti fascist. Like if you you know if you're not into it for those reasons and you just like fast heavy music like yeah. you know what i mean it's this is an ideology too so i mean that's yeah. kind of trickled down where you know like even the even the younger cats kind of kind of get it i mean we we were up in it we'd see these guys at shows and you know like we we throw stuff at them, <laughs> them yeah, like, yeah. you know what i mean it's just Stockyards like has a couple of lines in the song about that i think actually yeah, yeah. You know, well, it's pretty heavy in everyone's memory, though, right? I mean, yeah. going to shows and seeing that stuff. Yeah. Like anyone who went to a show around that time remembers that. Like I was oh, at a bunch sure. of shows where there'd be fights. I mean, I was too small. I wasn't the fighting type, but yeah. I mean, I'd be around. There'd be a circle of people watching this go down, and you know, it'd be yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. But okay, so I mean, now yeah, not in the punk scene, but now it seems like that has transcended just being in the punk scene. Now it's this big, bigger societal thing where you have all these you know not teenagers but adults coming out and. Saying all kinds of horrible shit, yeah, <laughs> like to, yeah. Yeah. And to put it, you know, there's really any better way to put it. And, and so now there's kind of a new need for resistance to this stuff, and that's where FF1 comes in, right? Yeah, yeah. and that's, I mean, that's the, that's kind of the, the sad part. Like, I mean, we don't, you know, like we're like we don't get me wrong, Ryan and I, and I are happy to do this. Yeah, but like I seriously wake up every day when some idiot trolls me and I'm like like why is this going on like it still boggles my mind why you know what I mean we're talking about that before, yeah, yeah like, we were talking about that before you got here it's yeah. like it's like going to work like it's like you don't yeah. want to do it but you know Someone you're sort of like you're resigned to the fact that like you know you have to do it like, you have it's to like, do it like you don't really have a choice you know? so I mean that's that's where we're at right now and you know and like honestly like this this whole thing started like in January you know and it was just basically Ryan and I just sitting on the internet like just throwing ideas and like you know like and then nothing's happened nothing happened to that uh, to that point it was just mm. like we saw what was going on in the states and what was going on in toronto and and calgary and edmonton and other cities with these groups like starting to come in starting yeah. to hold rallies and and, and like, I, like i was talking to ryan and a few other people like well maybe we should be ready for this somehow and you know what i mean if it finds its way if it finds its way here and then yeah. You know, we started the FF1 page literally the day before, you know, we heard of a rally show. Yeah, right. It was like, it was like that. Like, we were like getting ready for something to happen, maybe in summer. Okay. And then it happened literally to like the day after, like, we, oh. we found out about a... Um, and that was that first know, one at City Hall. Yeah, that, that was the first one. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, it's... And since then, it's like... You know, it, it's good. It's definitely good that we do this because it shows the groups that want to move in here, recruit, or you know, like have those kind of politics that there is resistance. No matter yeah. where you go, you're going to have resistance. Oh, oh, oh,
what are you resisting, I guess, at this point? What kind of people are, are throwing, holding these events that you're kind of trying to counter, I guess, counter-event? <laughs> yeah. Counter-protest, I think that would be the word. I really. mean, it's various groups, I guess, kind of... Um, I guess you could, you could throw the umbrella term Canadian alt-right. Okay. Okay, so these are, you know, not specifically um, racist, okay, but very Islamophobic, right. homophobic, definitely transphobic. And definitely connections to hardcore yeah. racism. Oh yeah, like and definitely a lot of their members are, are right. you know all out white supremacists, and and so and there is various groups that are popping up uh, around the country and in in the city as well, and so we've been monitoring them and you know what I mean, like checking their pages and their their member list and, yeah. and I mean they're I mean they're probably doing the same to us as well. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, 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 like so, so that that's what's going on and it's yeah it's this new. Um, new wave of neo-fascism pretty much i mean it's you know like, i think it's it's almost like the uh, you know like how like after 9-11 they were able to pass the patriot act because yeah. everybody was kind of freaked out and they were like you know it's like oh here's this great opportunity like let's pass these laws that otherwise people probably wouldn't let us get away with right but, but in this situation we can yeah, do it yeah. i think that's kind of what's going on too is that you have like you know there's people who like you said it never went away right yeah. so it's like they've been been lurking organizing and lurking yeah. for the yeah. whole time. They're there, you know, it's like, but they're just not doing it in public because right. it's not acceptable for most people and they know what'll happen. They know, like, people like us will be like, hey, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I think what happened is, is like, you know, over the last five, six years, you know, as, you know, like we, like we were saying, like all this shit going on in the States and to a certain extent, some of the conservative rhetoric that goes on here, it's like, I guess, especially in the last election, talking about Islam. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Is pretty and going all the way back to, you know, uh, Stephen Harper's term and stuff like that. Like yeah. a lot of that stuff became more part of like the national conversation, so to say. Yeah. So I, I think kind of like what's what's really going on is you have like a group of people who are sort of hardcore about this, and they're looking at it as an opportunity. Like that's what I feel like when the Soldiers of Odin yeah. did that thing. Like that's what they're doing. They're sort of like, okay, here's this opportunity where there's a lot of disaffected people right. who you know. Uh, are looking for answers, you know, it's just like, like gang life, you know, it's like they sure. need somebody to be a community to them and provide them answers. And it's like, they come in and fill that void. The only problem is, is that their way of filling the void is through tactics like racism and sexism, et cetera, et cetera. So right. it's like, you know, I think what they're doing is they're taking advantage of this opportunity to, to organize and meet people who might be sympathetic to them by doing stuff like this. And, and like Omar said, it, it draws in all kinds of people like, you know, mostly older people I guess but you know people who are just reading the news and sort of being like I don't know what's going on with this and yeah. you know they, they don't even really have an opinion to some extent but they show up and they you know yeah I guess I'm not like, explaining it very well no, 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 like, <laughs> a, a couple a couple things happened in the last few years um, I mean in Europe in North America like I guess in, in Canada one the election of Trudeau you know, and like Ryan and I are, are not big fans of Trudeau by any means, you know, right? But th his election and his uh, his openness policy and his what what uh, the far right would consider him being uh, like super friendly to Muslims and Islam right. and stuff like that, and refugees and refugees women and, 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 yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah. So it kind of the reaction to that is like you know, kind of like kind of snowballed with right. the election of Trump, right? So it's like you have Trudeau being elected here and it kind of starts it off. It's like, you know, all the Harper conservatives or even like the really, really hardcore far right 
I mean, like our issue is never with conserv with with people who are conservatives, right? Right. That like because most of them are, are not. They don't. They, they don't. Yeah, have reasons, exactly. that, yeah, yeah, yeah. The reason why we can talk to them and like we can be friends, neighbors, or yeah, whatnot. For sure. Yeah. But kind of the effect is like the far right, the alt right now is like piggybacking on, you know, on conservative on conservatism. Sure. Well, I guess like just with the recent um, conservative leadership thing, yeah. people like Kelly Leach and stuff, right? Yeah. Just like that's not what I, I mean. I know people who have voted conservative their whole lives, and they're that's not what they represent, and they're no. shocked, just like the rest of us are to hear that kind of stuff. Yeah, you know, like, for sure. Yeah. It's and that's kind of the difference in Canada is like in Canada she doesn't win exactly right yeah, exactly I mean, so yeah, we're yeah. not quite at that point yet she gets very far from winning actually she yeah. kind of got and that and, and that's kind of similar to like how this has gone for us you know what I mean because uh, there's people trying to organize against it in other cities too like in Montreal sure, yeah. and like you said Toronto yeah. and, and, and the Alberta states, of course, and, and, really and in the yeah. states of yeah. course but uh, you know one of the big differences between what happened here is like we sort of like you said we were kind of on top of it pretty quickly yeah. we're right. talking to a lot of people about it and then when it happened we were able to get quite a few people out whereas in some of the other cities i don't think the groundwork was necessarily there right and so it was you know the the demonstrations that you know soldiers of odin and this cccc had yeah. and stuff like they did turn violent because it was like you know people who were on the anti-fascist side of things were showing up and there was you know just a handful of them right meanwhile there's like a bunch of these like thuggy kind of dudes you know and it's well, like we, we have a we have a culture here right we yeah. have a That's we, a we have this like even before we yeah when we were kids like it was there was already anti-racism there's already anti-fascism going back to like the 1930s you know like yeah, this yeah. is this yeah. is kind of part of us so like so when i People in Calgary or Edmonton or Toronto that actually called me, contacted me, and asked us what what we're doing so right here. Oh, really? Know? Because yeah. they see like you know we're kind of on top of it, and we're kind of you know what I mean. We're kind of like adding right away, and, yeah, and yeah. Our, resp- our response is, is harsh. Like we're not nice about it. You know yeah. what I mean? And I tell them it's like we're not really doing anything. It's Winnipeg is just Winnipeg. Yeah. Right. Yeah, like okay, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, like yeah. we you know we're not we're. Like, let's put it like we're. This is a hard city, man. We're gonna come out hard, however you want. <laughs> it is, you know like, it, like Winnipeg has a vibe to it for sure. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so when you good. watch videos from other cities, it's kind of like, you know, with the exception of maybe Montreal, it's like, they're kind of, almost. So they're not where we're at. Right. I mean, but that's the conf- confrontational nature of of where we live. I mean, you have to, yeah. you know, we see. it every day like when people ask me it's like well aren't you scared of these white supremacists yeah. or whatever coming after you it's like dude I grew up in downtown Winnipeg like you know like <laughs> are these guys gonna get in their trucks and drive in from Carmen to get me like right, you right. know what I mean yeah. they have to get through everybody else first right, right? <laughs> so it's so that so that's one advantage we have it's just the community is so strong sure it definitely yeah, yeah. right so and I think people are smart about it too like the way they approach these issues right like I think the way that FF1 and and everybody kind of associated with that approach is like it's not you know we're not necessarily going there trying to start some kind of confrontation but you know what I mean it's like I think it's pretty clear that you know nobody's going to back down sort of thing right, you know what yeah. I mean like that's the sense I got the, the last one with the, the Odin dudes or that's maybe just, a, like, a, just a side question that is like so what do you do I mean if, if, if there's a, you know there's a oh, some, oh that was on. my cell phone <laughs> alright if, so if, if you hear there's you know some kind of protest going on in City Hall you want to do a counter protest. What what exactly do you do when you get there? Like, what's the what's the scenario? I mean, the tactics are they can be varied. I mean, we've had two so far, and we have a we have another one mm-hmm. coming up. Um, I mean, the first one that we did, 
was very like community oriented. We wanted to get all the community groups out. We wanted yeah. to get like people in the, in the social justice community out, and because I mean, like fighting this, fighting this, it's a community issue for sure, right? Because well, it affects everybody, right? It affects everybody. So and we were pretty successful at, at that, and you know, we like we actually a friend of mine in Toronto like sent me the link to where they were organizing, and it ended up like this. The organizer was like a known like neo-Nazi, so that kind of kind of shocked people in a way. It's like, oh my God, you right. know what I mean? This is coming coming to Winnipeg. So people got on board and supported it right away. And you know, and we had, and in that case of the first rally, it was more of like, you know what I mean? We had guest speakers, we had, you know, we had some music, yeah. we had, uh, you know, just a, a whole vibe of, of love and acceptance. And, and people who came to the other rally, you know, we, we wanted to display that. Say, okay. we're having a party. We accept everybody. Yeah, everyone's know. cool with each everyone's other. Everyone's cool here. with yeah. each yeah. other. You know, this is what you have to deal with. Like, this is this is this is what you're trying to break yeah. up. This is what you're trying to mess up. I mean, so and that was good because it got the word out that you know, like, there's there is there is this anti-fascist resistance. There's anti-fi here, but it's you know, people people go home and they they look at what's going on with Antifa in the United States or or whatnot, and yeah. it's very like very different you know what i mean it's very like them there it's like everyone's masked up and you know some of our guys mask up yeah. and that's their that's their choice and it's very like it's very almost like combative there. it seems very militant compared it's to very that. very militant yeah. and not not to say that we're not we're not confrontational yeah but well there's a difference in, in, in like severity from confrontational to militant right like, yeah. yeah i think it's just more diversity like there's like you said there's some people come and they're Wearing masks, yeah. they're more maybe more confrontational, and there's like people with their kids there too. Yeah, yeah exactly. Like, right. Like, right. But again, that's like that's the nature of our city. Like it it's not yeah. like I mean, you live in Winnipeg. If you see people masked up, you see people masked up six six. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, like, anyway, it doesn't yeah, freak people yeah, out yeah, here. Yeah, you know yeah, what yeah, I mean? Yeah, it's yeah. it's it's normal streetwear because yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so like, we, so we went about that way, and, and I mean, you can see the the faces of the people who came came for the other rally for the hate rally, like they. They saw like this is you know what I mean like this is a strong response and they can't just go around and do this and and about yeah I mean that's one tactic I mean the second time they came that was a different tactic altogether yeah. like that was like yeah. two weeks later I guess because the first their first rally completely failed because we took the space right, right. and we took over you know now they sent the their soldiers of Odin goons I and mean, you guys don't know about soldiers of Odin it's because like far right white supremacist group out of out of Finland, the kind of like set of chapters are on Canada, yeah, and, and the founding chapter is actually in Manitoba. So I mean that the tactic, the tactic there was, if they show up, we just get in their faces and just like you know, basically you know, not not nice. Tell them they're not welcome. Surround yeah. them. Tell them to f off. Show them there's more of us. No, we don't. We're not going to back down. Yeah, and um, we're not scared of them. I mean that's what they came in. You know, right, to intimidate, right? To intimidate, yeah. and they came into a place where. You, we're not intimidated you because know what I mean? because, yeah, yeah, yeah because yeah, we're yeah. like we don't care like you know what I mean if they want to get physical and they tried yeah and I mean the first thing they did was try and get physical and they then they slowly realized it's like well maybe that's not the best idea because we're you know we're we're ready for that too yeah and we don't want to do that and none like uh, everybody at the rally kind of goes in it's like we don't we don't want to get physical because there's better ways to clown these guys of course, than, yeah. than do yeah. that but we're not scared of that either you know what I mean so and we, we, we got in their faces. We followed them around. We 
chanting all sorts of shit to her. Like, it, it, if you were there, it was classic. It Winnipeg. was very classic. It, it was very classic. It was, you know, straight hockey chants. It wasn't like, <laughs> yeah. you know, yeah. any boring chants. And we like, and they they got the picture. It's like, you know, yeah. you shouldn't you shouldn't do this. So just, I mean, obviously some of those guys are pretty hardcore about it and are very obviously racist. But I, I mean, I'm assuming most people who would go to something like that I have some racist views. But just to like play devil's advocate for a minute. Mm -hmm. um, do you think there are people who are going to these rallies who maybe aren't realizing that it's connected to white supremacy and maybe oh, oh, absolutely, sure. like, absolutely. Yeah. who are just yeah, kind absolutely. of... And that's something. one of the other reasons I think that we we feel like it's a good idea to show up because it's like, right. I think there's a lot of misinformation. I think there probably is a lot of people who don't really know what this is about. Yeah, you know right, I mean? they, right. And like I said, they're just kind of used to hearing what's in the news about yeah. like, you know, oh, like the last one with the, uh, the or sorry, the first one was mostly this group was protesting that... Uh, Motion 103. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which was a non-issue in the first place because it was just a motion. Yeah. And it yeah. wasn't even a law. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah. so there was, there was a bunch of people who were sort of, I think, coming at it. There was some people who were coming at it from the free speech angle being like, you know, like, oh, you shouldn't, you know, protest. This is somebody's free speech or something like that. Right. And, uh, you know, and, that, and that's what like, we were saying. Like, it was organized by people with ties to, like, some pretty hardcore yeah. Nazi groups. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so well, it's I don't like, think there's such thing as a non-hardcore Nazi Yeah, group. exactly. <laughs> Here, you but, you know, and I, I'm sure that there's people who hear about this stuff that think about maybe coming out to one of these things that don't know that. And right. so that's kind of one of the things I think that we're trying to do, too, is just to, you know, even just generally raise, raise awareness about it. So how do, you, how do you do that, then? Because, I mean... Like, just looking at some of the stuff you guys have on social media, you get a lot of people trolling you, obviously, yeah, like you mentioned. Oh, yeah. I mean, even on the Facebook page, whatever oh, yeah. comments, you get tons sure. of stuff. And it seems like, I mean, it's... Some of those people are very, very aggressively against what you're doing. Like, you get extremely aggressively. And just, like, you know, kind of clashing immediately. So, how do you get through to someone who maybe, you know, agrees with some of the some of the views these, these rallies have, but isn't necessarily a racist? But yet, here's from all the people at the rally that you guys are basically the enemy, right? Yeah. And that you're trying to stop them from free speech and all these things. Like, how do you get through to someone like that? Uh, I mean, the, what what we have to do is like, um, kind of, kind of show them that to lead by example. Yeah, we just have so, to lead yeah. by example, right? Like, it's like, well, you know, you have to ask them what their issue is. So your right. their issue is, okay, maybe it's impending on free speech, and oh, either they'll say like. Oh, FF1 Antifa, they're shutting down free speech. And we, like, I hear that all the time on the internet. Yeah, like, well, no, right. you can come and say whatever you want. Yeah. You know, like, now, if it crosses the line of hate, we'll tell you that. Right. You know, we have, you have the free speech as well. Too. Oh, yeah. Tell we'll them, yeah, we'll, yeah. we'll yeah. tell you that. And we're, you know, we're, a lot of us, a lot of us are musicians, man. Like, we, we know how to write a tune, right? right. So we'll, we'll tell you that, like, <laughs> right. in, like, a very, very loud, very passionate and aggressive way. Right. Um, but if they if they if they if they want to come and they want to and they want to debate, I mean that's fine. There's a lot of people. I'm not a debater, right? Right. But there's a lot of people in the community um, who are very knowledgeable, who would like, who would love to to debate and like. Our whole goal is those kind of people. We want them on our side. Of course, of, the of course. Right. Yeah. We don't want any confrontation with them. Like we want to tell them our piece and like we want them to come and see us. At least at least understand where we're coming from. You know, yeah. because there's a lot of misconceptions about Antifa as well, because they're gonna get it. They're getting all this propaganda from from the far right, from the alt right, that we're we're you know 
communist thugs that are paid by George Soros who are masked up and like all like all this kind of garbage, yeah. right? So it's like we show them it's like no, actually we're like we're all good looking dudes who like you know I'll speak for yourself on right now. <laughs> who like who like are you know, who who don't mind being in the community and yeah. don't mind talking about these things. Like so that's number one, we have to show them that. It's like, you know, the what you're getting is propaganda. Like I had one guy troll me from the three percent today. Which is another like all you know a group, and he was just like, he was like, I hope you, you know, sort of, you know, I don't want to sound homophobic. He's like, I hope you faggot show up on June third, and I sent him the invite to our our, our <laughs> event. I'm like, yo, yeah. we're definitely showing up. And then he said, it's like, I'm gonna demask you all and stuff like that. It's like, well, we're not wearing no, masks, yeah. so it's like, you know, you can try if you want, yeah. but you know, there'll be there'll be lots of people there, and you're welcome to come and. You know, so they're get, they're coming from this end where they're getting all the all the garbage from from other cities, and you know, and then you know when they come and realize it's like, hey, you know what? Like this is completely different. I, I think they they're at a loss. Like I know the soldiers of Odin for sure were at a loss for words because they didn't say a thing to us. You know, right. they, they couldn't say a thing to us because we were in their face without masks, yeah, shouting whatever we wanted to, to shout. You know what I mean? And, and we, I mean. We want to take that away from them. We want to take the that whole like, oh, these guys are mass bandits, thugs, or whatever, away yeah. from them. They so they can't say that about us. And it, and if guys want to mask up, mask up, man. There's very, there's very you know good reasons why someone want they would want to be seen and want to be known. Cool, I respect. Well, I guess that. that happens on both sides too. Right? That happens yeah. on both sides, and like you know, like a lot of soldiers of Odin were masked up, but you yeah. know, we found out who they were pretty quick.
Whether there's one person wearing it or ten people wearing it, and with the you know, as you mentioned too, you guys can be confrontational if you need to be, and yeah. if it escalates, you can handle that too. Does that element of it? Do you think it turns off people who are maybe wanting to support what you're doing in terms of the you know racial unity, like not non discrimination, but are not comfortable with the potential for violence? I mean, we have to we have to walk a fine line, right? And I think we've 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 been in the community like uh, long enough now. Um, and we've been so public that we, we kind of show that we are we are kind of like walking in the middle, right? Uh, I mean, I have a lot of friends in different social justice groups in the city, and they they all know they all know me. I have friends in the labor movement and stuff like that, so they know what I'm trying to organize here is something very public, right? Uh, but I have to be a, I have to I have to be a bridge to you know the mass Antifa like you know that are going to be there who are not. You know who are not violent. Yeah. You know, but they have reasons why they they want to wear it. They're very good reasons why they they need to mask up. Um, so like, FF one has kind of be a kind of have to be a bridge to that. You know what I mean? It's like okay, you could if you want to talk to them, you know, talk to us because you know at the end of it, we're all all on the same team. Right. Same things have happening in Toronto. I mean, they have they have uh, community groups out labor movement, but they have masked Antifa too. I mean, it's just. And a lot of it's situational. I think it yeah. depends on, you know, it depends on the other side, really. Yeah. You know, I mean, like, like almost like we're there. It's more of like a party, right? You yeah. know, and it, it, but it really depends on what the other side, how they handle that, and how many people are there. I mean, if there's, you know, sure, yeah. the, the, I noticed that especially with the first one. I think, well, although there wasn't too many people who showed up on the other side, but generally it was like, you know, when you're in a crowd of like 250 people that are all, you know smiling and yeah. waving love lights. Like, you right. feel pretty safe, you know what I mean? Yeah. Right. It, it gets a little sketchier when it's like, oh, okay, there's like a small group of 20 of us or something sure, like sure. that. And then it's like, okay, there's a little bit more danger there because there's only 20 of you. But, uh, but uh, you know, on either side, I think both times there was like, like I said, there was old people, seniors, young people, yeah. families, you know what I mean? We haven't had, we even had, we had everyone from like 65, one to 65, cause you know, like yeah. we had a baby there on the yeah, second one. Yeah, like, yeah, oh, yeah. the second one was pretty militant, man. You know yeah. what I mean? And, and those people just kind of hung to the back and just right. stayed away from so, the yeah, yeah, interaction yeah. was going on, yeah. you know? And, and I mean, uh, I think the, the cops have been there both times too. So I'm sure that makes people, mm-hmm. Right. You know, feel a bit safer at the you know people. But yeah, they basically like just there to make sure like, nothing goes down. Is that sort of yeah, thing? yeah just exactly. Us and, and we we have to count that in, in our tactics too, right? Sure. We gotta know that the police are gonna be there. We don't want to do anything stupid. Yeah. And it, if anything, it's like, if anything, we want to show the police like who these people are. 
Right, and who you guys are too. I guess and who we are. Like thing, if they yeah. see, if they see, if, if they see a bunch of a bunch of guys who all, all kind of like look the same around the same age, kind of like rough looking or whatnot, kind of mean looking, and they see a bunch of you know a diverse group of people all smiling, having having a good yeah, time. Yeah. Like, well, where are they going to? I thought that big time with the first one because the, yeah. the the first one uh, there was a big police presence there. Like there was like. Oh, dude, there were snipers on the roof. Yeah, like, like there was people on the roof. Like, yeah. I have, like... Wow. Yeah, you could see there in, uh, in photos. There's just, like, yeah. these dudes up on the roof with, like, telescopes and yeah. stuff. Just and, in like, case anything went down. Yeah, yeah. And there was, like, plainclothes dudes walking around, and there was, like, oh. 20 people in uniform. Or something yeah, like. it was... But it was funny because that's what I thought. I was like, they're probably watching this and just going, like... We probably don't really have anything to worry about here yeah, because yeah. it was yeah like it was everybody was just in like this is really good mood and it was yeah. like this like you were saying it was like a like a, a very love oriented celebration yeah. and it was yeah. it was positive you know so yeah we have to show that to the public too I mean we yeah I mean after the first and second one we like I was personally I've been all over the news you know what I yeah, mean yeah you have been for sure yeah. I have like I and I don't care you know what I mean it's just like whatever questions you want to ask, ask me. I'm very open about what, what we're doing here. And again, that's because where we are, where we live, like, I mean, we have that, we have that tradition in our city. So sure. it's like people, people already know about it. That's one, one advantage we have over most cities in North America where it's like, we can do this here. We can, we yeah. can be open about it. We can talk about it and we can, we can have rallies and we can celebrate our diversity rather than uh, confront, you know, their yeah, ignorance, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, like I always say, that's it's what like, I love about our the approach in Winnipeg. Is yeah. yeah, like it's exactly what you're saying right there. It's yeah, like, it's like I I always say this. Like we have to when there's when there's hate groups, you have to fight them with love. You can't, you know, if you fight them with hate, you're not gonna get anything done. Right. And if there if there's ignorance, you have to fight them with intelligence. Sure. Yeah. Right. And that, and that's that's how you finally you know that's how you'll you'll get rid of it. That's how you turn people around to your. Point you turn of view, people right? yeah. around and like for for people kind of like on our side or even like well specifically those people you were talking about who aren't necessarily hardcore racist or anything but right. for some reason they're attracted to this mm-hmm. this stuff it's like you know they're not necessarily bad people they're just yeah. misinformed and yeah something they read in the news know, or something you read on yeah. someone's yeah. blog or whatever like clicked with them as, yeah. as something they need to support yeah. right. and yeah. it's like they probably just don't have the whole story and like you know like your approach to it like I said like of just throwing love at it you know yeah, I mean it's, it's like, like yeah to me, it's like, you know, who would you rather hang out with? Yeah, of course, you know, yeah. Do you think these so guys like, who are just grumpy all the time, who just hate everybody? Or right, and mad about everything, or, yeah. yeah. Do you think there's, like, do you think there's a, an issue on the side of the people you were protesting against where they're kind of, like, is this a last gasp for this in terms of big numbers? And the reason I ask is because you keep seeing, um, I mean, obviously, like we mentioned before, conservatives are not necessarily bad people, and not most of them don't believe this stuff. But numbers for conservatives in Canada and the states, millennial age, has dropped. Like, but I think it fluctuates. Right? Like it's one of those things that goes in like ten-year cycles. Where do you think like, young people, though, younger people, because younger people because it's more diverse, because yeah. they're, I mean, yeah. they didn't grow up, they've grown up with people from all different backgrounds around them, and most of them are more liberal. Most of them are not. Capital of liberal, more, yeah, more yeah. liberal minded, right? Yeah. And more just open. That's a good point. Is it? Like, yeah, is exactly. It, is like, it, it is this like a last gasp? gasp? I mean, look at like. Yeah, yeah, it's. I think it's. Yeah, it's a death throes of white supremacy. Right. Yeah. And like you know when, when someone's in the death throes, man, they're gonna fight as hard as they can course, to get yeah. out there. And it's like, you know, maybe a dude's in his forties or fifties, and he sees his, you know, kid like not feeling what he's what he's feeling. He's gonna get more kind of. Right, kind of more militant about it or whatnot, or his kid hanging out with other kids of different backgrounds or something, right? Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. And you know, 
like I said at the first rally, I mean, like directly to those people, it's like your country isn't changing, man. Your country's changed. Yeah, it's already, you know, it's, already like, yeah, it's already, right. it's already changed, and it's For like sure. a lot of these people may live in communities that are are very diverse. But and you come to downtown Winnipeg, Absolutely. man, it's yeah. this is this is how we live. Like this yeah. is how we grew up, and that's the one uh, one thing, you know that. And I, like I'll, I'll always tell this for to you know some of my liberal friends who kind of don't get what I'm doing you know what I mean like I'll tell them you know what punks get it yeah punks yeah, yeah. yeah. punks punks get it because for some reason going through that scene going through that music they under like and I will, and most punks are like come from like a working class. Uh, working class background and even if they don't they aspire to that because that's what the yeah. music yeah. listening to in the culture exactly yeah. right so it's uh. Punks get it, and they know the struggles of people of color, yeah. of 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 gay people, and they they identify with that. Because I guess the punk scene is often where people, even if they're from isolated communities, that's where they first meet people of color yeah. or gay people yeah, or exactly. people from different backgrounds or whatever. Yeah. So. And and you know, talking to some of my friends who like grew up, I mean, like Ryan grew up in the suburbs, and my friends who grew up in like Steinbeck or Oak yeah. Bank. I mean, everyone's on the same page, and everyone gets it. And when I when I tell people I'm doing this, they're like, okay, whatever you need, I'm on board. <coughs> right. Right. Whereas. People who come from a more like middle class, upper middle class background, who aren't, who never, who never grew up with punk, kind of like, well, I was questioned, well, maybe your tactics are too militant, or yeah, you know, yeah. this and that, and it's just like, well, I mean, what are you gonna do? Like, we don't, we don't debate this issue, right? Yeah. We don't debate racism, we don't debate fascism. Like, we confront it and we reject it. I mean, that's that's how it has to go, or else you're gonna end up end up in situations where. You know these guys grow like look what's going on in the United States, yeah. right? Like it's, they're it's kind of scary, actually. Yeah, like they people people in the United States like their their anti-fascist resistance, like in my opinion, started too late, right? right. E- everyone put everyone hitched their trailer started after to, the fact. Yeah, after the fact, everyone hitched their trailer to Bernie, and then you know Bernie wins, like oh Hillary's gonna do it, and then all of a sudden, bang, you have an issue. Yeah, with with the alt right coming up and like this new like. Goofy internet 4chan movement kind of like <laughs> okay, coming up. This, uh, something, one thing I, I can't understand is with the alt right stuff is a lot of it just seems like people who are just being giant trolls. Like yeah, yeah. a lot of it obviously is people who are actually racist and actually all, all of these things. But some of it, just like the way they talk about this stuff, it just seems like I can't take it seriously. I mean, it needs to be taken seriously, yeah. but it's hard to take it seriously because they seem so ridiculous. Like, yeah, on the internet true. especially, it's oh, just yeah. like, what are you... Like, well, and you think about it, it's like the internet, I mean, anybody in the world, right? you know what I mean, right. can go and comment on a thread, you know what I mean, I guess... But just think, there's an attitude, yeah. especially towards the Trump stuff, yeah. from a lot of people, and it just seems like the most juvenile, like, we win, you lose, ha ha ha, like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's bizarre to me, like, I, I don't get it, I don't... It seems shocking that these people can be organized in any way, because the way they're talking about it with, like, stupid memes and stuff, it's just like, yeah. they, it's like the... Dark side of the internet has somehow become like come to light. But see, I, I think know. that's a, yeah. I think like what's going on is you have, like with a lot of things, you know, there's there's a whole bunch of people who are sort of on the fringes of it, and yeah. then there's like a core who's who's kind of like more involved, more serious about it. Right. And you know the, the people like on the fringes right? become kind of like the fodder for those people. You know what I mean? And right. It's like that's how it kind of. And what we have to do is like, what we have to do is is to tell these kids, hey. It's not cool, especially yeah, if yeah. you live in Winnipeg. Or it's not funny. Right? It's yeah. not funny. Yeah. Like if you walk around with some frog shit, like you know what I mean. Yeah. Like pe- people know, man. Like they know what it means. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like people know what it means, and if you're gonna walk around and be goofy like that, it's like we don't we don't put up with that here, right. man. And it's like there's been incidents already, you know, with with guys like with you know wearing frog shit or like. 
the Kekistan stuff where people are just confronting them and like just bouncing them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And what I've noticed like through FF1, a lot of the trolls are, dude, they're straight geeks, man. You know what I mean? They, they'll come and troll me. And then, then when I when I look at their profiles and stuff, like, should we even do anything with these guys? <laughs> right. Because like, oh, like we like, how can you take them serious? Like we take what we're doing seriously, but we don't take them seriously right. at all, right? Like, I mean, but are they even serious though? Like that's what I can't figure out. Is some of these guys, like the ones you're talking about, uh, I don't, I can't tell if it's they actually believe what they're saying or if they're doing it because it's pissing people off. And like it almost seems like part of it is like let's. Oh, I definitely think there's something to do it. Like there's, oh, yeah. there's not any. Real, oh, yeah. They don't yeah, actually yeah. believe any of it. It's just like oh, they're being look at this, look at this, Yeah, look. they're trying. They're trying to trigger. You know, they're trying to yeah. trigger people like us, and like well, we can't get triggered, right? Like right. they're trying to do stuff to to me or like on FF1, trying to get me to say some bullshit. And it's just like, well, whatever. You're a goof. I don't care. You say whatever you want on the internet. Right. Go on 4chan. Come on FF1. Troll. You go on the street, it's a completely different issue. And a lot of these people don't come on the street. Right. right? They don't they're, show up to the rallies. They, that they don't show like, up yeah. to the rallies. They don't even, like, walk around with that stuff. I mean, and we have a couple incidents where, you know, I put up a bunch of Antifa FF1 posters around and, like, people were, like, ripping them down or, yeah. you know, like, putting frog stickers up on them and stuff like that. And, like, you know, people were sending me stuff on Reddit and stuff like that. And it's just, like, it seems almost like, you know... Like, they want they want to have a movement here. You know yeah. what I mean? They want to have an alt-right movement here. But I don't know if they can get, number one, the numbers or get organized or even have the passion to do it. Because right. to them, it's just funny shit. And right, it's just trolling people, right? Just trolling yeah, people. Yeah. And, and they'll, they'll realize that they try to try to do it here. It's not funny. You right. know what I mean? We take this seriously. And, and people will get in their face. Even, like, regular people... On the street, if they see it, they'll they'll yeah. <laughs> you know where we live, man. Like we don't right. We don't play that, you know. What I mean? Right, and you publicly announce when you're going to be at something, doing something, so that they want to talk to you. That you're right there, right? Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Come and yeah. see us. Like yeah. it's yeah, you know, we have no problems talking to them, and yeah, you know, if they want to come in, like I don't know, we'll see what happens on Saturday. You know, we have an action on Saturday. Like we'll see what happens there. Like right. people will be hearing this after the fact. So yeah, yeah, after the fact. Like, like oh, yeah, you yeah. know what yeah. I mean? Like yeah. like if, if 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 they come, if they come and like trying to troll us like in real life they'll you know they'll quickly realize it's like man we'll make you guys look stupid every single way right we'll make you look stupid on the internet in real life in the media every way right, right? because we're like we're not kids man like we've like no. a lot a lot of our guys have been doing this for decades that's actually yeah. what you mentioned the media that's a good point because the media is not i mean you're going to talk to the media Someone who is, uh, you know, a white supremacist on the internet and doesn't necessarily want to have his face shown is not going to talk to the media. So yeah. you, have, you have the ability to get the message out about what you're doing a lot more than they do because, well, yeah. you know, it's just... Uh, totally, yeah. right? And it's... You're approachable, right? About this stuff. Uh, yeah, yeah we're, we can talk about it. We can talk about it openly. And, you know, when, my, me, when, I, when I do media stuff, it's always, it's, always, it's always good. It's always cordial. It's, you know, a lot of respect for them. They, they respect me. And it's kind of like... You know, we want we want to, you know, we want to have the advantage there. Yeah. You know, because like people are honestly, and like ninety percent of people hate racism, so they're gonna, you know, most I mean? people, yeah, yeah, most people will want to deal with it. Now there there is an issue where where you know a lot of a lot of their propaganda is saying that you know we're trying to like we said before trying to shut down free speech and you right. know like and on media, however, CBC, CTV, Global, major, they're fake news. 
Right, know? of course, yeah, fake right. news. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, this whole like fake news. Which thing. is bizarre too. It's, it's very strange. But, yeah, it's yeah. Co- it's completely b- bizarre. <laughs> yeah. it, but I mean, it's a bizarre time, man. All this stuff is happening, and it's just like. You know, like, why is it even happening? Like, yeah. I thought we've gone past this point already. Which is kind of what we were talking about at the beginning, right? Yeah. It seemed like that, that adult... And I think that's, that's why, like, I think the reason why Winnipeg is, is more organized and does have a better response to this stuff is because, you know, almost everybody who's doing it has some experience. Because from... it happened in the late 90s and... Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like, it's, it, you know, you, you sort of instantly know what to do because you've done it already. You've done it already. Right. Yeah. And then when yeah, you're younger like, and maybe more yeah. likely to get in a fight with somebody, but yeah. But, and that's yeah. kind of informed you since, too, so... Yeah, right, you don't uh, lose the, you don't lose that, right? You don't no. lose yeah. the, the attitude that this is shitty and I'm not going to put up with it, right? Like, yeah. It's like, a, like, I mean, I've talked to Ryan and other people about this before. It's like... What if we didn't do this? What, yeah. what, what if we what if we didn't right. organize? Like how, like things snowball so quick, right? So what if we didn't go out on March fourth? What if we didn't go out on March nineteenth? We may have we may have had a, a big problem. Right, those movements could have grown. Could have grown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but being being that yeah, you know we're you know like we're organized and we get in their faces and we and we're present. Right. It, it's a it's a deterrent as well, you know. Yeah. And it, and it seems like. It seems like there's always new groups coming up or whatnot, but like they'll see right away, like they, you know, that if they try and try and do something, try and organize something, we'll be there. Yeah. And like like we said, we don't want to be there. We have better things to do with our lives, yeah, but yeah. this is what we have to do because this is how we grew up, and this is, you know, this is how a lot of us like live our lives. I mean, sure, we, don't, yeah. we don't put up with it, like, and, and we want it to end. We don't want to, you know. You don't have to do this every week, right? You we don't, don't, have, have, we don't want to do this every yeah. week. Like in Toronto, they're doing this literally every two weeks. Yeah. I, you know, the organizers they get in touch with me, and they're like, you know, they have a big, they have a big problem there. But in terms of their population, it's not even that big. Like, yeah. see the like the the reactionaries and the racists out there think getting sixty people to to a rally is like a big deal and right. like it's a big success like dude you're in a city of six million people, millions yeah, yeah, yeah. right if you get so 60 I mean, people that's not a success no like you look stupid right but to them it's like this whole oh, we're building a movement and stuff like this right right i mean in winnipeg what they can get 20 30 people like who knows who's going to come on but it's like we'll always have more and we're always going to be more active than you yeah and we have to kind of we kind of have to build on that you know we have to build on our passion and a lot of it is just yeah it's like a lot of people involved, man. They're they're punks, man. Like they they grew up. Now they're in their thirties, or even the young even the younger cats. Like they they hear the stories, right? They may have not grown up with it, right? But, but they've they, heard it, and they've, they've heard, heard the records too by, by a lot of these bands. That oh, exactly, think, you know, right? I mean, we're I mean, we this is a city. This is a city of propaganda. Exactly, you know? like yeah, yeah. the the band of which I think turned a lot of people onto this stuff too. Oh, is, oh I mean, for sure, sure. Because yeah. especially in Winnipeg, you, there's there's a lot of like you mentioned earlier, a lot of areas that are just fairly kind of isolated and fairly kind of you know um, like monoculture sort of. Yeah. You know, it's changed a bit over the years, but yeah. definitely coming from a, a suburb where it's all a bunch of white people, yeah. you might not hear about this stuff. Then you buy a propaganda record, which everyone was doing. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, you yeah. Know, well, I mean, like I got my first. Political flyers at an I Spy show, right? Right, sure, exactly. right. Oh, for yeah, sure. Yeah. And, like, and it was always there. People were and they just always the album, tabling. The album, and, and the liner notes. Right, you almost yeah. got a book list. Like, yeah. you know, it's like, oh, we should check this out. Like, I yeah. mean, you. Like, I mean, we're fortunate to grow up in a local scene. Like all, all three of us here were like, yo, that was present. That's what you did. You went to a show when you're like. You know, 15, 16 years yeah. old, you get some reading material and yeah. you think about it. Well, every it, show had a table. Every show, every single show had a table. Yeah, yeah, and really cool. And. But it's a, it's a great example of how, you know, because I know a lot of times, especially playing in a band, you yeah. know, there's a lot of bands that are like, oh, I don't want to 
worry about that stuff, you know, like it doesn't make any difference anyway. And it's like, well, here's a perfect example of a place where it totally made a difference. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. Yeah, 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 definitely, definitely. And, and with, I think a lot of magic yeah. like that too. Uh, I don't want to bother, but it, yeah. it does something. It, it does yeah. something because honestly, I don't think we'd be doing this if, it, if we didn't right. go through that experience. Right. Yeah. Like we wouldn't have, we wouldn't be so passionate about it if we didn't, you know, go out, going to I Spy shows, going to see propaganda, going to, you know what I mean? Like, Seeing swallowing shit malfaction, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, even yeah. seeing like Man Afraid in the basement from Minneapolis, Code Thirteen, all those bands, right? Yeah, you know that that would show up and and play, and it's just a, it was a different vibe then. You know what I mean? It was just more that was more what we what we were into. Of course, we'd into other stuff that wasn't so political, but it almost seemed like the late nineties and everybody the late nineties. Everyone was, yeah. everyone was into it. Everyone, you know, even the most even the least political kid was like had. Propaganda record, Absolutely. You know? Absolutely. Like, yeah, or yeah, and you go to a show, you and it'd be like a, some benefit for for ARA or something, right? Yeah, and you'd be like, sure. oh, cool, all these bands are in yeah. on this. Like, this is, you know, yeah. One thing that's kind of always confused me, and still I don't think I'll ever be able to figure it out, <laughs> about some of the viewpoints some of these people have is, especially in Winnipeg, I don't know if it's true, I assume it's true for the rest of the country, but my obviously experience is mostly Winnipeg, almost everybody I know is either an immigrant themselves, has an immigrant parent, or has an immigrant grandparent. Yeah. Everybody, from somewhere. Yeah. Like, there's very few people in the city, I mean, I, I'm in my mid-30s, and that Everyone knows like that. Yeah. Younger generations, maybe a few generations back, but everyone's an immigrant from somewhere. Oh, unless you're yeah. First Nations. Yeah, unless you're First yeah, Nations, yeah, right, yeah. yeah. And it's so, like, what is the... <laughs> what is the problem with immigrants? I, I can't <laughs> wrap my mind around it. Well, and that's like, what I think, like I said, I think a lot of it has to do... I mean, I'll be, I'll be honest. <clears throat> like, in Canada, we watch a lot of American stuff. You know right. what I mean? So I think that's a huge influence. Because that seems like... A, it, it, the anti-immigration thing seems like a big thing here, too. And yeah. in the States, seems like yeah. a big driver for a lot of this stuff. Yeah. And it just baffles me because, I mean, like, everybody except for indigenous people, is an immigrant from somewhere. Yeah. Like, and most of us are, like, you know, I have an immigrant parent. Like, yeah. you know, my most of my friends 
Yo, like, I'm a straight refugee. I was born in another country, like in a refugee. And you're not. Uh, that's not unusual for Winnipeg. No, I mean, not at all. Yeah. So, so what the hell? <laughs> like, yeah. I don't. And what is well, and that's one of the reasons why I think that kind of stuff just doesn't fly here. No, I think, like, yeah, yeah. Everybody has like a, a more personal experience with it compared yeah. to. And whenever know. it's come up, whenever I've had someone say anything negative about immigrants, you know, thinking like, oh, it's a bunch of white people in the room, I can say what I want. Yeah, yeah. It's like. They, they, they say something shitty about immigrants and I'm like yeah well my dad's an immigrant yeah. and they're like we don't mean him yeah. <laughs> it's like because he's from England so somehow that's better because he's white and speaks English yeah, but it's yeah. the same thing like you know it's like yeah. it's well, ridiculous it's just... that that's, that, that's not even an issue like how is he any different from a, someone's dad came from the Philippines or from anywhere like yeah. it, here's, here's the thing and like after um, yeah that's so true after like kind of investigating all these groups and stuff like that um they really don't have a problem with European immigration. No, no, it's not. It's not. You know, they're they're fine with people from Sweden or England yeah. or like Austria or France, coming, or from France yeah. coming here, uh, because they feel that Canada should be a like a Eurocentric. It's too late for that. <laughs> no, it's too late. It's too late. Right? They're yeah. fifty years too late. Yeah, at least. Um, yeah. And so, like, that's fine. What 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 their fear is is people coming here, especially right now. Uh, a lot of the immigration is Muslims. Of course, yeah, it's yeah. a lot of refugees. Well, a lot of the refugees. I mean, Canada made a lot of news in the beginning of the year about refugees. Exactly, you know, Syrian refugees and stuff. Yeah, Syrian refugees, people coming from Somalia, and that they are afraid that they have to change their culture, Canadian culture, whatever Canadian culture whatever is, it is. Yeah, yeah. whatever it is. Yeah. And none of these guys can explain to me what Canadian culture <laughs> no, is, no. but they have this. Like, they're going to come and change their culture to to uh, to match there as well. No, because that's. I'm a perfect example right. of someone who came from a Muslim background, who's come here. I've kept my traditions. Yeah. But, yeah, but at I've, the same time, you go to hardcore shows, you fucking stage it out. Like, I know, right? like, exactly. Like, yeah. it's like, I like. I but see, I think that's the root of it. Is, is it's like. People have this impression that, like, oh, okay, if you're from somewhere else, you're going to be this thing that I think you yeah. are. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, you know, it's like they would meet you and they yeah. wouldn't even think of you probably even as being a refugee. They would right. just be yeah. like, oh, yeah, Omar, you know, whatever. Yeah. And it's like, <laughs> there's, this, cool. and that's, <laughs> yeah. there's this disconnect there. And like I said, I think that's where all the, the propaganda comes in and where like the, all these groups come in. Is right. It's like they're trying to bridge that gap and, and be like, no, 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 they're like, you know, people are going to come here. They're going right. to change your way of life. Yeah. And they're going to make you do all these things you don't want to do. And they're going to like, you know. But then and we have stuff in Winnipeg like Folklorama, which is yeah. like the, the, the North America's largest like you know yeah. diversity yeah. festival basically, yeah. and it's like part of the, one of the best things about being Canadian is that you're encouraged to keep your cultural like it's the yeah. mosaic the, the mosaic versus the melting pot. Yeah. Right? In the states, you have to become an American. Here, you you yeah. retain like I think the best way that I've found to to kind of differentiate it is I mean if you have someone from Jamaica who moves to the states they become African American yeah. if you have someone from Jamaica who moves to Canada it's that Jamaican guy down the street the culture is and that's not offensive to him. he's not like, Jamaican it's like, that's yeah. fine he's not yeah. Jamaican Canadian though he's yeah. Jamaican, Jamaican guy yeah. and he, the Canadian is, is implied you know yeah. the Canadian is there yeah. so everyone is I mean everyone has different cultures and backgrounds like and it's not and we, it's not and we appreciate we celebrate other people's cultures here right exactly yeah. like I'm like I like I was I grew up. I grew up downtown, so it was everybody, man. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was it was natives, native kids. It was Filipino kids, Chinese kids, man, Muslim kids, yeah. and, like white kids from Wolseley. Like we all we all hung out and like there, were, yeah. There was no <laughs> there was no like racial tension yeah. growing up when I when I stepped out of high school and like. You know, went out into the world, or like went out to the suburbs, or like even like started to go to punk shows, and I like I would see this stuff. Even even in university, where, where there's like there's 
kind of like liberal like racism you know right. what I mean mm -hmm. like I didn't get it you know what I mean like it just, just I still don't get how people can be like it's this weird. you know what I mean? it's weird yeah. and and that's what kind of we want to we want to like show these groups is like yo you guys are weird you guys are all <laughs> this crazy. is not normal, yeah. this is not normal. Yeah, like yeah. Our, like we have a normal way of thinking right. because <laughs> you know like enjoy everybody's uh, food enjoy everybody's culture like you know I just saw the food topic and white people make shitty food <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm sorry about that yeah. if there was not like you know over eth potatoes. ethnic food in Winnipeg it yeah. would suck like there's yeah. so many good restaurants and yeah. most of the best restaurants I still fuck with some borscht, man. I'm all about that. Man. <laughs> I love that shit. Yeah, but it's like, but it's a, but that's. I mean, that's. Like, I mean, I kind of joking about that, but that, that's that's so embedded in the culture too. Going to get Indian food or Ethiopian food. But see, you know, right? You hit something though when you were saying about it's. You know, the younger generation is more like that than the older generation. Right, I think so. Anyway, and I that's totally so. true. Like, I think you, like we're and we're part of that to a certain extent yeah. at our age, even. Yeah. That well, it's like we just grew up like. For the most part, with people from all over the place, course, yeah. so we were all like, "Oh, what's that thing?" You know, we were, you yeah. know, it was cool and it was interesting, yeah. and we we kind of enjoyed each other's shit. So it was like, and, and being, you don't and, think of it, and being you know, integrated just, and, and being being around it. I mean, like it's it's appreciation versus appropriation. If you're not yeah. around it, you might like, you know, you wouldn't you wouldn't know the difference between appreciation yeah. and appropriation. Yeah. You would just think, you know, like. Wearing a native headdress is okay. You know, like, <laughs> right, you wouldn't that know. That blows that. my mind. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. you know what I mean? Every time it's I like, read that in the freaking paper, I'm just like, and the Halloween costumes, somebody who doesn't get it. The Halloween costumes every year. That, like, yeah. That, yeah. It's like, how is that? How do you not like, know? How is that still a thing? And, and that, has to, that, that has to be, like, we're lucky we live here and it's like so like integrated. Yeah. But I can see like a lot of kids that grew up in like American suburbs or whatnot who don't get who don't get that like just think it's okay because you know everyone else thinks it's okay. Right. Here we know it doesn't matter if you're white or brown or whatever. We know our limitations to in, yeah. in cultural interactions. Like yo, you can you can love someone's culture, you can love someone's music, but and you can even dress like like them. But yep. make it appropriate, you, yeah, know, exactly, right? yeah, you yeah. know what I mean? Don't be like, an asshole about it. Don't be an yeah, asshole yeah. about it. Like, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? If, if it's Eid and if it's Eid day and y'all come to my house, you want to, you know, dress yeah. dress up like, you know, people from Pakistan, then go ahead and do it. Like, no one no one yeah. cares about that. As long as you're doing it with the right mindset. Like, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, what you mentioned, you mentioned earlier to the younger generations, like, I mean, they're going really young. I, I have kids and they're obviously white. I'm white. And, um, <laughs> but, they, but they go to school with a lot of people from a lot of different backgrounds. And yeah. it seems like... Which is awesome. I'm really happy that they're starting. They're starting out school and in classes. They're super diverse, yeah. and that's just because Winnipeg is super diverse. Yeah. And one of the most upsetting things about the whole Donald Trump nonsense was like him getting elected and everything. Like, I mean, you know, kids hear about it. They they know oh, parents yeah. are upset about it. They have a vague idea. Oh, this is some guy down in the states who's making everyone mad and sad. You know. Yeah. And my daughter told came home and told me this is like the day after Trump getting elected, and she has a friend who has a very Muslim name, like very obviously Muslim family, and she said that he told her. That now that Donald Trump is elected, people like him can't go to America anymore, yeah. and like that's the yeah. seven-year-old. That's that's horrible. Like the, yeah, the, yeah. the fact that that's how far it permeates the. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, kids shouldn't have to deal with that shit, you know. And it's like the fact that this kid is thinking, feeling this at that age is horrible. And it's yeah. like the fact that, and then the people who are adults can promote that is fucked up. Like it's yeah. just I don't I don't get it. Like that was really kind of yeah. the most upsetting thing for me to hear about. I, the whole yeah, I've heard like, a lot of stories like that. It's it's yeah. It's, it's like it's, it's a kid. Like yeah. you know, and the fact that they already know at that age that yeah. they're not wanted you know, but see, it's, that's the effect of things up. like racism in a culture, right? It's like it goes all the way down. It's a, yeah. Nobody's yeah. spared from it, you yeah. know. It's like, and that's why you you gotta you know organize against it because it's like yeah, yeah, it goes right. And before that, 
I don't think my kid would have had any idea that this kid was different than her. No, you know exactly. I mean? yeah. It's just a kid in her class. He's a friend. Like it's cool. Yeah. And then suddenly, wait, why? What do you mean? Why can't you go there? You know, like yeah, yeah. And it's kind of like goes from kids shouldn't have to deal with it. Like my kid is yeah. like my kid's half white. He's mixed race. Like yeah. what is he gonna tell? Like. 15 years from now, when someone asks him what he is, what is he going to tell people, mm. right? Because I'm mixed race too, right? Right, And he's half he's half white, and then wh- what is he going to say other than he's a Canadian, yeah. really, yeah. you know? Yeah. And that's kind of like, people have to kind of come on, come on board with that. It's like, yo, you're, yeah. your kids are probably going to mix, man. There's a yeah. good chance that, that yeah. your yeah. grandkids are going to be mixed race, yeah. right? Yeah. And Definitely. I mean, it is just because the, the demographics are changing, right? Yeah. And, and it's... Again, baffles me. I've said a lot of things baffling me today. But the fact that anyone has a problem with that, as yeah. long as the person that your kids end up with is cool yeah. and treats them well, who cares what background they're from? Like, you know, yeah, exactly. See, we get it, but it's like it's you know there there's still a good number of people in this country, man, in this city, in this province who just like don't get this yet. Yeah. Uh, whether it's you know their propaganda, their upbringing, or whatnot, or just like what we said earlier, it's just like holding on to the death throes of white supremacy. It's yeah. like. You know what I mean? They're just hold, holding on to this idea of like this Eurocentric Canada, you know, like oh, where where people like me have to come and conform to to Canadian culture. It's like well, whatever the hell that whatever is. it is. Like <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. until someone could define Canadian culture to me, like then maybe I'll listen to them, but they can't because to me, Canadian culture is what we're talking about, like yeah. diversity, right. and but that's good, culture good point too, because like the you know go back to the conservative leadership thing with Kelly Leach. Her big deal was having the. Uh, the quiz when you come into the oh, country yeah, yeah, about yeah. Canadian yeah. values. But she and failed because she failed. <laughs> and also, Canadian values are what we're talking about right yeah, now. Yeah, Cana- yeah. Yeah, it's like, that is what a Canadian value is, is the fact that you are cool with everyone, that you don't have any like you know discrimination against anybody for any yeah. reason. Yeah. That's being Canadian. That's what we're known for, is that everyone's cool and happy and yeah. loves each other. So, like, what the... But it's true, you're saying, like, I think, not, it's funny, because, like, I, I sometimes forget... I remember Mike Peters pointed this out one time. He said he went, there's this place in Toronto, Sneaky D's, which is kind of like a punkish club, like okay. the Albert sort of thing. He took these people from out of town there to eat. And while they were sitting there, they were like, we would never come to a place like this ever. <laughs> and he was just like, what? Like, really? Yeah. And I was like, yeah. And he's telling the story and I'm going like, why wouldn't they go to Sneaky D's? You know what I mean? He's like, dude, they're like normal people. <laughs> Yeah. And sometimes I think like we forget that like yeah, being, being yeah. Yeah, like going up in our subculture that yeah. it's like since I was a kid right so yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. all my friends basically are you know connected to that for the most part yeah, or sure. somewhat connected to that yeah. and so it's like you forget kind of like there's this whole mainstream culture out there that just doesn't think the same way you know? right. it's like they're not informed by the same stuff yeah. they're on like a different wavelength you right. know what I mean and and this I think sometimes can be part of that wavelength and it's yeah, yeah it's weird it's it's. Yeah, it's kind of a bummer, but it's weird. <laughs> it is weird, yeah. It's, yeah, like, it's weird for me, especially because, uh, like, yeah, I just, uh, I spent so much time hanging around with musicians, and then it's like you go to the real world, and there's like all these people who like have all these wacky ideas about stuff. Yeah, and, and a lot of the part is like it's, um, you know, it, it's it's religious discrimination now, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, it's yeah. like being a Muslim. I mean, I've, I've dealt with that, you know, yeah. pretty much like since nine eleven. You know, and oh, yeah, yeah, it's yeah, just yeah, like. Yeah. And, and people just don't get it. It's like, you know, Muslims 
are normal people now. We're not yeah. we're not these creepy individuals who like want to come and take over your country right, and you know? blow you up or whatever the hell. Yeah. yeah, but that's that's almost like in his death rows too. The, the the religious discrimination because like I mean in most Western countries anyway, religion in general is dropping, yeah. and most people that I know who are religious, there's a few who are very devout in mean, whatever religion they are. Yeah. But growing up, I mean, I knew a lot of people who were whatever whatever religion, Jewish, Christian, Muslim, whatever, and most of them were in name only, right? Like they, yeah, they, they yeah. that was their, it was a cultural thing versus rather than a religious thing. So those people are not necessarily going to you know if you're worried that like I don't know a Christian is going to blow you up because of whatever, yeah. most of them are just going to church because it's their family's background, their, yeah. their Mennonite culture or their Catholic it's culturally. Something, something yeah, so to, yeah, it's not even like a I don't know. It's not even a thing. Yeah, it has to deal with the, like generations too, right? Like my 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 parents were super religious and always wanted me to have like a religious upbringing, and, and I'm, I still do. I'm fasting during Ramadan. Right. You know what I mean? I go I go to the mosque and stuff like that. But being like growing up here, it's like you, you know that people have their own past, man. If people if people want to have a belief or a non-belief, yeah. you know, like we kind of have to kind of have to see like number one. Other people too, and it's this whole thing. Is be like, you got to get rid of this whole like religious discrimination, even borders, man. Like borders are the dumbest thing, right? Like we people are like closing all oh, these people can't come in because they're not Canadian. Well, like, dude, they're human. Yeah, you know, they have a they should have a chance to live. Maybe like with the refugees and stuff. Yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, we're full. I'm like, well, yeah. do you see we're not in this country? So <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah, that's another <laughs> for sure. Canada, especially, is like the most wide open, like yeah. tons of room, tiny population. And oh, nobody's yeah. having kids, re- so you gotta have yeah. to. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. There's reports coming out saying that the population is aging, and we don't reach 50 million yeah. people yeah. in like 30 years. We're gonna drop. We're gonna it. we're gonna have problems. Yeah. And the yeah. only way to do this is through immigration. And yeah. so, it's like, so when you when you try to argue with these, like they're saving you, they're not hurting. Yeah, exactly. Right. With like these they're going to your retirement, yeah. and they're going to help you. Yeah, it's like, so and, you argue with these anti-immigrant and anti-refugee people, like this point, yeah. like, you need this to happen, or else you will have no Canada. Yeah. yeah. Right? Well, and especially especially <laughs> refugees too. Like the the whole concept of refugees is that they need to go somewhere be, to be safe, or they're going to die. Essentially, yeah. right? Like I mean, that's like why would you not? Why? Well, it's, uh, as a Canadian uh, value, shouldn't be that number one value. Open it up, let them in. Someone needs a ho- someone's dying. Like they're only yeah. going to die if they stay with there. Let them in. We'll help yeah. them. We have stuff. We have, we have stuff, right? And, and number one, but even even in our in our pre-colonial history, yeah, with the native people, like this has all been prophesized, right? Like the grand the grandfathers and 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 the grandmothers have have told have told. Told Aboriginal people this story that people from all around the world are coming here. Yeah. Right. So our First Nations people are, like already have this tradition of accepting people that are coming in. Right. So making making Canada closed and making Canada closed and like this whole like close the borders and Canadians for Canadians. That is that is completely against like what. You know what our first people believed in. Yeah, you know what I mean. That like, which is I guess real Canadian values, right? Yeah, that's <laughs> real Canadian values. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like, and it, it's like whatever old stock Canadians or whatever they yeah, call yeah, them, right? Yeah. It's like, it's like, well, if if our if our first peoples didn't accept you and help you or what whatever, like yeah, you, you were a refugee be, basically. Yeah, you were exactly. refugee, and a lot of these people like y'all, you don't come with no papers. You, know? yeah, yeah, yeah. you were not vetted. Yeah, you just yeah. showed up. Showed up and took and shit. You, yeah. And you took yeah. shit. Yeah. And you and you, and you were. Shit. Now we live in this settler colonial state. You know what I mean? Yeah. And we're trying to trying to trying to deal with this now. And yeah. I also think it's a diversion tactic that you know people in power use, right? Which is like. You know, like that's 
to me, that's why I think Trump got elected. You know what I mean? It was like Trump was basically, I mean, there's all these people that are suffering in the States for all kinds of different reasons. Mm -hmm. And then here's this guy who comes along and is like, I'll tell you why you're suffering. It's this. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's these guys. Me. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's always, it's always cool. blaming the, uh, the other. Hitler yeah. uses so, the same tactic. But it's a, way to, it's a way to take the pressure off themselves. The you know what I mean? Right. Like it's almost like, you know, and that's I think the, the you know, some of the conservative movement Canada does that where it's like, oh, you know, like, you know, the reason why there's no jobs is because there's, you know, too many people coming in from other countries or something. Right. It's like, that has nothing to do with why there's no jobs. Right, instead of that's fixing the trade deals, that's policy, yeah, yeah. That's, that's shit that our own government's doing that these people are electing. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like, yeah. But, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's almost like it's a way to divert attention from that. It's a classic diversionary tactic yeah. that's been used. Every government does It's lazy it. as well. Yeah, you exactly. don't get to the root of the problem. It's easy. It's just like it's, it's lazy and it's easy to Where blame you shift other the blame people. On the, yeah, yeah. Shift yeah. the blame on other people. On people who can't and people that, or people back, that right? like, people that The people that you're trying to appeal to don't have a lot of contact with, maybe. Right. They don't know. Right. And like I said, I think that's why in Winnipeg it doesn't really work because... Because everyone has contact with everybody. Yeah, exactly, yeah. you know, yeah. so... That's a good point, yeah. Yeah, man. I don't know. It's, it's I guess it's like a ongoing confusion. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, I think to a certain extent, there's always just going to be people who just don't like people who aren't like them. Right. Yeah. Right. I mean, like that's the, you know, there's always going to be that little quote in your people who just just doesn't like other people. Do you think that there's? I mean, I'm sure this is this is the case, but there's probably people on the other side of the argument who are looking at what you guys are saying, what people with these opinions, and they're like, how can they believe that? How can they believe that? Oh, for sure. And it's yeah. like, they're just as baffled by the fact that, you know, white people and black people and brown people can hang out together yeah. as we are about the And it's just an experience, like, I think, yeah. for the most part. And, and it's, it's mostly it's, like, it's like, you know, I always want to tell these people, it's like, spend the weekend with me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Spend the weekend yeah. with me, and you'll, you'll see... Like a, like you'll you'll be happier, yeah. Right, yeah, you'll yeah. you'll you'll eat better, you'll look younger, <laughs> you'll feel better about yourself because you'll be meeting all sorts of people and you're you're learning from them. Yeah, you know what I mean? yeah. It's, it's like the difference between leaving a comment, getting in an argument on the internet, versus like sitting down with somebody and having yeah. a conversation. and talk face to face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which doesn't happen. No, exactly. People and I think more. that's that's probably a big part of it too. Is yeah. you know. Yeah, I just want to tell them, it's like, you know, like, yeah, there's a lot of Muslims coming here, and maybe in whatever, by 2050, 2060, there will be 10% of the country will be Muslim. Or as, as they're Which is still a tiny percentage of the country, though. Right, yeah, like, so how is Sharia law coming in? Like, yeah. you know, like, I'm a Muslim, man. You know who, who fails under Sharia law? Me! Yeah. You know? And probably a lot of Canadian Muslims, right? Because yeah. they're part of the culture Sharia, whatever it's, that is. Exactly. It's <laughs> yeah. like, man, yeah. I like... You know what I mean? I have premarital sex. I drink once in a while. I, you know what I mean? I, like, I do all sorts of shit. That, that's after me. Like, why would I want that here? Yeah. yeah. And this whole paranoia of Sharia law coming, like, it's like, again, what we're talking about, like, how can you... Yeah. How can but you it's, one one things, right? it's one of those things where you can tell people, oh, you got to be scared of this thing. It's coming and it's bad. Yeah, and here's and they don't know anything about it. They're just like, I don't know. It's okay. It sounds scary. Here's an example kind of a scary thing that happened. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. oh, okay, yeah, that, yeah. that sounds serious, you know, and it's like... They just don't know anything about it, so it's an easy, easy tactic to be like, "Hey, you got to be, you know, got to come on our side because like, look at this, this could happen yeah, the yeah. pipe here, you know." It's yeah. just propaganda. I mean, look, yeah. look at Germany. Germany took in one million refugees in the last, like, yeah. you know, how many, like, two, three years. Yeah, crazy. Yeah, crazy okay. amount. Yeah, it's awesome. All right, their economy is booming. They're like, they're at like seventy-five percent solar right yeah. now. And there's like the you know these people bring, bring the examples like you don't want to turn to come become Germany yeah, become Germany. That, yeah. Well, what you don't want to boom the economy you don't want to win a World Cup yeah. Yeah. you know what I mean like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that kind yeah, of yeah, stuff yeah, right yeah, like exactly, it's yeah. like yeah. yeah I don't know it's just like we 
this country gets better because of immigration, because of refugees, yeah. because of Muslims coming, because of all people coming. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Well, even it's the like, most Canadian thing ever, hockey. Like, you look at the lineups yeah. now, and they're getting diverse. The Canadian players, yeah. anyway, which is awesome. They have yeah, the, the uh, hockey in Canada, the Punjabi hockey yeah. in Canada, which is it's so cool. And, yeah. and what's more Canadian than that? There's nothing more Canadian yeah, nothing, than, nothing, than, nothing. than no. hockey night. Like, but see, that's Punjabi. that's the res- that's the response to mul- to what's going on. Is like, okay, let's include people. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Don't be a dick about it. Just be like. Hey, why don't you start a hockey night in Canada and Punjabi? Yeah. yeah, you know what I mean. It's like get into this. It's yeah. cool, you know. And the, you know, everybody's I mean, sharing. A lot of stuff. Awesome, like, you know? like, I mean, what happened in France was like in '98 they they won the World Cup, mm-hmm. and that team was like, man, that was like full of immigrants. You know, it was like the 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 French rainbow team. Yeah, a bunch of Algerians and Algerians stuff. Algerians yeah, yeah. and like people from Africa yeah. and stuff like yeah. that, and. They, and you know people like from Romania like they all played on one team and that kind of like shifted France you know what I mean like kind of like <coughs> of course you still have that ultra right wing of course but yeah. man, people in France right now like they want to they want that as their identity you know what I mean like this whole like multicultural yeah. France which is I mean say what you want about Macron or whatever yeah. like that, that they show them that elections like we're not going to take this fascism we're not yeah. going to take this like you know, ultra nationalism. We, we have a straight up fascist party running against. Oh them. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, and it's like, and that's the kind of stuff that freaks me and kind of keeps me involved in this. Is it's just like, it's not some fringe thing. You know what I mean? Right. It's like these people are running for office. Well, I think it, it, it is countries. a fringe thing that could become worse. Yeah. Right? I mean, because it's now, or it's a fringe thing here. Right here, yeah, here, yeah, 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 currently, yeah. But it's like it's, and that's the thing that freaks me out about the, the about Trump getting elected. It's yeah. like that's how quick it can happen. You know, yeah. when you get no some one psycho, no one like look at the fallout from that already. Yeah, you know what I mean? It's like yeah. there's already you know, and so yeah, that's uh, right. We shouldn't be so smug that it can't happen here. Yeah, and I think like that's yeah. one of the reasons why I think a lot of people maybe just don't pay attention. They're like you know they're pretty comfortable and they're like you like know. you look at the most liberal cities in the United States: Berkeley, yeah. Portland. Yeah, they're having these alt right rallies. They're like monthly, biweekly, monthly. Yeah. You know, this is Portland, man. This is Berkeley, and these guys yeah. are showing up, and like their their Antifa there is like fighting these guys, like literally fighting them. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Like yeah. like fisticuffs in the streets, and it's like, you know, we don't. The reason why we do FF one is we don't want it to go yeah. that far. Right, you want to stop it before it. We yeah. want to stop it. Like if it's yeah. if it's a if it's a seed, well, you know, stop it before it sprouts, and like we don't want that issue. Like I don't want. I don't want the younger the younger cats, the younger Antifa here to be fighting these guys. Right. Right? Yeah. We don't want to have to fucking go to a punk show and chase. Yeah. Right, that shouldn't, shouldn't happen again. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Just, so yeah. it's like, you know, it's bringing that awareness because right now, in Winnipeg at least, like, these guys' numbers are small and like I said, we just have to make them, you know, we just have to make them, make them see, hey, we're having a party here, man. We're having fun. We're yeah. not, we're not, uh, the scary boogeyman Antifa that you see that your propaganda puts out, you know, we're right. actually real people. Yeah. And for the most part, you know, when these guys try and profile us, like they'll they'll find out that we don't care, man. You can, you know, you know what we're what we're about, you know. And a lot of us are, you know, we got people who are, you know, known intellectuals, and we have people like in the business community and people in, you know what I mean, and. In very very high places, and yep. it's like, wait, you know what? Maybe these are real people. You can't just mess with them like that. So, right, it's not just people on the internet as well with the opposing view, right? Yeah, it's, it's, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, for people who are interested in this, like, how do they get involved with anything that's happening in the future? Like, what's the best way for them to kind of get in touch with you guys, or, or what should they do? Yeah, just go to uh, just on Facebook. Uh, go to the FF One page, the Facebook slash Fascist Free One, or just type in FF One Winnipeg. It comes yep. out right away. Uh, like the page, join the page. You know, we always share good articles on, 
anti-fascism is going around in the world and um, you know events if there are any like, yeah uh, this I mean I guess you, hopefully there won't be events right hopefully there won't be events but you know after this comes out or whatever we yeah. already have another event and you know yeah. we can you can be updated on what goes on on there and yeah I mean it is happening and you know we're very fortunate that we do have a response here and and it hasn't gone as far as you know like fights on the street man you yeah. know what I mean yeah. like we we kind of show up and do our part and Hopefully it'll all just uh, go away one day. <laughs> yeah, that'd be nice, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Cool. Okay, well, yeah, thanks for having me. I mean, this is an interesting. Uh, uh, it's thanks still, for having us on. It's still tie- every time I do a show that's not strictly about music, I always feel like I have to explain the reason I'm doing it. <laughs> I tie it in somehow because yeah. you know I've been doing this for like 200 and whatever episodes, and it's always yeah. it's always music, right? So I mean, I think that, the, but I think that the punk, the punk scene is kind of as a, as kind of an entry to all this stuff it is is a good connection. I think a lot of people listen to the show. Most people who listen to the show actually are musicians, right? Yeah. And a lot of them, even if they're doing hip hop or folk or whatever, a lot of them came up through the punk scene in one way or another yeah. and have had contact with this stuff, especially yeah. in our age group and you know a little bit older, a little bit younger. Right? And you'll, so, you'll see that internationally, like it's part of it's it, it's part of a punk rock hardcore culture. I mean, like you see what what's going on in Europe right now. I mean, it's this big resurgence of anti-fascism, yeah. right? Because of what they have to deal with. And the bands coming out of Europe right now are just like it almost like when I listen to them, like I you know. Like, you know, language barrier aside, it's like almost like it feels like, like this is the late nineties for me. Yeah, you know yeah. What I mean, yeah, like yeah. the bands in Germany or like the back, bands yeah. in France, it's like wow, you know what I mean? Like this is real. Yeah. Whereas you know when like I mean there are some bands in North America doing it here now, but it's like there it seems like it's more real. More know? urgent, kind of yeah. More urgent, yeah. and you know what? It's it's gonna come in the United States and Canada that you can almost you can yeah. really feel it all. You know, coming back. Well, the states there's such a strong like backlash against Trump too, right? Yeah, and exactly. Happening, yeah. I mean, it happened with you know why the punk start, right? Yeah, exactly. The yeah. Backlash against the Thatcher, reaction, yeah. Reagan. Yeah. It's the reaction. Yeah, totally, right? totally. Yeah. And why did it kind of all go kind of like go away, get soft? Because you know, like everyone was. Like, there's oh, nothing yeah. to backlash against, yeah. right? Yeah. Well, it's like the when Bush came in, it was all those Rockies, Bush things. Yeah, like, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So Trump's doing the same thing. It's not really a good reason to have him there, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's like the side benefit of yeah. good art and like you know good resistance, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, yeah. Thanks for having me, and uh, yeah, awesome. this is very interesting. Awesome. Thanks, thanks man. Appreciate cool. it.